Hello, welcome to a new Paradigm Podcast. Thank you for coming on up to the house and joining me today. I'm your host, Candy. Sit back, take a moment for yourself to go on an inner journey to a new paradigm. I would like to talk today about the F word, forgiveness. It has been something that is weighing on my heart the last few weeks with a social movement that is much needed in this country. It's a liberation movement for Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ plus lives matter, women's lives matter, any person, any human who has been discriminated against, who has been judged, wronged by the culture and society in which they lived, those humans who have been suppressed either due to their skin color, their gender identity, or economic status. This is a time of social upheaval that we are in, that I never thought I would see in my lifetime here approaching my 41st birthday. Now, I want to talk about forgiveness. Some of you are probably already thinking, how could you forgive an act of murder? How can you forgive the atrocities that have happened to indigenous people, have happened to African Americans, have happened to women. Just the insane amount of disregard for human life that has been around for thousands, if not since the dawn of humanity. There have been people who have been oppressed. How can you forgive all that? The short answer is, I don't know. I really don't know. The not-so-sure answer is, I may not know, but I'm going to give it a try. The long answer will probably be held for another podcast. But I would like to take you back to a time when forgiveness was in the public eye. Many years ago, in 2006, in the fall, right after school had started for a small Amish town in Pennsylvania, a man by the name of Charlie barricaded himself in a one-room Amish schoolhouse in open fire, shooting ten children, killing five of them, seriously injuring the others before he turned the gun on himself. It was a time when America had seen school shootings before, but what I think had made this crime, this devastation on a community so impactful in the minds that those were witnessing to it is the fact that the Amish community publicly forgave this man, Charlie, who took the lives of their children and their loved ones. They were seen on the news media 
attending the funeral of the murderer surrounding his mother, Terry, and their small family gathering, mourning the loss of the son who did the unspeakable in killing innocent children. What does that mean for us today? What does that mean to forgive what would be the unforgivable, the needless taking of human life? I bring this up because it's been weighing on my heart as a person of color, as a woman. I too have been discriminated against. I too have been called derogatory names, been looked over for opportunities to be promoted, to excel, even to be picked on a team at school because I was the only person who was not white in my fifth grade class. Certain things you shake off, certain things stay with you into adulthood. There was a time when I was living in the South in a small town in North Carolina with my husband, who is Caucasian, and our five children at the time, ages six to one. What made the time in the South so interesting to me, not being from the South, born and raised in Arizona, my husband is from Virginia near DC. The time I lived in the South was very interesting because it was my first experience as an adult with in-your-face racism, not understanding how anyone in the early part of the 2000s, this was 2009, 2008, could still have the idea that black people were inferior you know, would deserve to be cut in front of in a line, even with all of my children. Some of the names that I heard other parents whisper under their breath, and even some of the names that I was called out loud to my face were shocking. I had never experienced things like that as an adult. Needless to say, I could not live in the South for very long, and we made our way back west where the racism was not so blatantly out there, but it still existed. I have always lived on both sides of the fence. One of my parents and family is African-American. The other side is Caucasian. So I lived this dual life, not black, not white, sort of somewhere in the middle. And because of that, I didn't know where I fit most of the time. And I couldn't understand why we couldn't all get along. I am not the only one that had this life story as is clear in social media. When I brought up forgiveness surrounding the killing of George Mr. Floyd, I would get wide eyed. How could you talk about forgiveness? The man was murdered over eight minutes of a slow death when no one would come to his aid. How could you forgive that? My short answer? I don't know. But it's worth trying. Throughout my years of learning about meditation, learning about spiritual transformation, Buddhism, Christianity, there's an underlying question of how can we forgive? How can God forgive? What does it mean to forgive? What does it all mean? 
I wish I had the ultimate truth. I wish I could lay it all out in a five-paragraph essay or, or a PowerPoint on what it means to forgive the unforgivable. I don't have the ultimate answer for everybody because life is an experiment of one, meaning everybody has their own plan for their lives, their own spiritual questions, their own desire and search for the ultimate truth. But you can't answer that for everybody. You can only answer that for yourself. So something that I found helpful for me with regards to forgiveness is a Hawaiian cultural practice of Ho'opono Ono. I am not an expert on Ho'opono Ono, but what I can tell you is that it's a practice of forgiveness to yourself and to others. There's basically four parts to Ho'opono Ono. The first part that you say to someone that you, that did you wrong is, I'm sorry. Why do you say I'm sorry to someone that did you wrong? Well, one reason might be to open up dialogue. If someone hurts your feelings, if someone steals from you, if someone fires you, someone is a jerk and you really took offense, it hurt you, it caused you pain. They cheated on you. They called you names behind your back. They did the unspeakable. To say, I'm sorry, for me, means I'm sorry you had pain. You must be in a lot of pain to have hurt me. I'm sorry if I contributed to your pain by things that I have done and things that I have not done. I'm sorry. For me, looking outside of yourself, not posing blame to the other person, not being stuck in your own story, but saying, I'm sorry. The second part of Ho'opono Ono is, please forgive me. Again, what you say? First you ask me, Candace, to say I'm sorry to someone who hurt me. And then you're saying, please forgive me? Yes, I am. Part of the Ho'opono Ono forgiveness process is having the ability to look in the mirror and allow yourself to be connected to that person who wronged you. The old adage, we are all one, we are all entangled, is part of a spiritual belief system that I believe in, that we are all connected. George Floyd and the cops are all connected. Me and my husband and my children, we're all connected. Me and the stranger on the street, my neighbor, my father-in-law, my friend, my enemy, we are all connected and we can't sever those connections. We can't put ourselves in our own box when we try and we do and we label and we say this person is different than I am. But really, are they saying I'm sorry? Saying please forgive me? Please forgive me for the times that I looked away and didn't acknowledge your pain. Please forgive me for the times that I hurt you. Please forgive me for believing that I am separate from you. Really, those first two parts of Ho'opono Ono go together. They allow the giver of forgiveness to acknowledge their connection with the receiver of forgiveness, which in turn 
allows the giver to be forgiven. Let me rephrase that. Every time you forgive someone else, because you are one with everyone, you are forgiving yourself. The third part of Ho'opono Ono is thank you. Thank you for showing me that I have spiritual work to do. Thank you for showing me what I want now in this relationship. Thank you for showing me how to grow, how to be the better human. Thank you for forgiving me. A lot of times we can't even say thank you to ourselves for sitting here and listening to a podcast about healing, about transformation. When was the last time you thanked yourself? When was the last time you thanked another, a helper? When was the last time you thanked someone who you hate, who you can't stand being in the room? Ho'opono ono, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. The fourth part is those three magic words we all want to hear. I love you. That's Ho'opono Ono. It has been the best forgiveness practice I have ever studied, and I see the effect in my life a thousand times over. Forgiveness can be a tough thing when we're really hurt, when there's decades of pain that has been suppressed, when there's decades of not living the way you should be treated, when you just can't stand what's happening anymore. What does it mean to forgive? The Amish community in that small town in Pennsylvania tried and did. Grief never ends for losing your loved ones. Grief is a part of humanity. Grief teaches us compassion. We can't have compassion, true compassion for others, unless we step outside ourselves and know what it is to experience that. But forgiveness, forgiveness allows us to reach the point where compassion is possible. This movement in society right now is much needed. It's long overdue. But what I really want to see somewhere in the news is this idea of, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Let's move on together without being labeled, without being in a box, without color, without race, without without bias, without name tags, without political affiliation, without economic price tag, because I know the power of forgiveness. And that's what I hope to leave you guys with today. So during this meditation, we're going to do a brief exercise of Ho'opono Ono to ourselves. Maybe there's a time when you made a bad decision that just caused you pain. Maybe there was a time when you didn't live up to your own expectations of how things would turn out. And you have regret. Have you forgiven yourself? Let's remember Ho'opono Ono. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Take a moment and breathe. Take a nice big deep breath and relax your whole body. Nothing to do. Just relax. Get yourself comfortable. Adjust your body as needed, whether you are sitting in a chair or on your mat or lying down. You cannot get it wrong. Meditation is about being still. 
that there is no measure of stillness. Just what is still for you. You may find as you are starting your practice that you can be restless, intense, and your mind may go in a thousand different directions. And that is okay. Just focus back on your breath when you find that happening. So let's take a moment and just become aware of our breath. Inhale and exhale. Drawing the air into your lungs. Exhaling. Seeing how it feels to breathe with your lungs. Is the air warm on your nostrils? Does it tickle your throat? Is the quality of the breath different if you inhale with your diaphragm, with your stomach? Are you breathing shallow? Are you breathing deep? Or are you holding your breath? Just notice. No judgment. You can't get it wrong. Now that you have had a few breaths, take a moment again to settle in. Do you find that your body and your mind is just a little bit stiller, a little bit more calm as you notice your breath? Good. You are doing a great job. This meditation is about forgiveness using a method of forgiveness that I spoke about called Ho'oponoono. Ho'oponoono has four parts that we will be using today. Once we come up with an idea of what to forgive or who to forgive, will be saying these four phrases in this order. First, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. So let's take a few breaths. It's not a problem if you forget those sayings. We are just here to have a little moment to ourselves of quiet. Following back to your breath. I'd like you to think of a time when you have not lived up to your own expectations. A time when maybe you hurt someone's feelings. 
said something you didn't mean to say, told a lie or two to get what you wanted. Now don't go berating yourself for this. It happens. You're human. I just want you to get an image in your mind's eye of you. Now we're going to practice Ho'opono Ono on ourselves. Pretend like you are standing in front of a mirror. Keep your eyes closed. And in your mind's eye, imagine you're looking at yourself. Having just done the deed, you wish you didn't. And breathe. Put a little smile on your face. Put a little smile in your eyes. And say to yourself, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Give yourself a hug in your mind's eye. Feel your heart be hugged by you. Feel a hug from yourself like a warm towel straight from the dryer wrapped around your shoulders or a warm blanket snugged around you. That is the warm blanket of forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Heal yourself. Breathe. Now I want you to think of someone else who hurt you. Maybe it was family. Maybe it was a friend or a coworker or a child or a spouse. Get that person or object. Maybe it was a corporation. But let's try to focus on a person or a group of people that did you wrong. You are completely justified to have your pain, to have your hurt, you are human and so are they. You are right to feel the way you feel towards them. And now we're going to practice Ho'opono Ono forgiveness to them. If this is hard, ground yourself into the earth. Let's take a few deep breaths through our feet. 
whatever part of your body is touching the earth, maybe that's your bum, your bottom, maybe it's your feet or your back if you're laying down. Let's take a few deep breaths through the part of our body that is touching the floor. Imagine that part of you touching the floor, being rooted. Send your breath down through your feet into the earth and plant yourself there, knowing that you are dearly loved and you are safe. With that feeling of safeness rising up from your feet connecting with your heart. Let's extend our forgiveness to that person. You may put your hand on your heart if that's helpful and say to them, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. love you. Oh, I messed up, didn't I? Thank you for your forgiveness for that mistake. Let's try that again. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Breathe. Let's wrap that warm blanket or towel of forgiveness around that person or person. There is no limit to the size of this blanket of forgiveness. Stretch it out. Stretch it out and wrap them around yourself and you. If you feel comfortable doing so, we all have our own place. And so do they. If anything causes you to keep back, that's okay. Just the intention to try makes all the difference. Because your intention to forgive is multiplied so much more than your intention to hold on to a grudge. That's, that's new. That's a new paradigm I want to leave you with. Just the intention to try forgiveness is all that's needed. If you feel comfortable doing so, let's expand that forgiveness to society, to groups of people, to the world, to countries, as large as you can think 
as large as you are willing to intend your heart to expand. If you're not ready to move on, put your hands on your heart and know that you have done beautiful work in forgiveness today and that you are dearly loved. And breathe. Breathe into who you are right now at this very moment. those that wish to send forgiveness to the world, please join me in imagining that group, those other people as you might have labeled them, as a city, the country, the world, and repeat with me. Please forgive me. Oops. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. people trying to live with one another, trying to forgive the unforgivable. What would that be like? It's coming. For sure. Let's just take a few deep breaths ourselves to bring us back to our chair, to the mat, or to the floor. You did great work today. I'm so proud of you. Not only is it challenging to admit that maybe you've made a mistake, and by far I have made several in this meditation and podcast. Don't claim to be perfect. But you, my friend, have done great work today. And I appreciate how much you help this planet grow and heal just by being here on earth. Thank you for your light. Thank you for your intention. Thank you for your thoughts of peace and harmony in a time where there's so much that's not 
peace and harmony. It matters. It matters. You matter. Again, please feel free to share. The quality of this recording is not the best as it is recorded outside in the middle of the night because I just had this on my heart and I couldn't sleep. So thank you for coming on up to the house, to my yard, and sitting with me, learning and growing in our forgiveness of ourselves, of others, and the world. Have a good night. Namaste, y'all. Namaste. This beautiful music has been brought to you today by Peter Ingham. This song is called Celestial Sunbeams. You can also find this music on the app Calm and on Peter Ingham's YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe if you like the meditation or any of the podcasts my podcast found on itunes apple podcast is called a new paradigm i hope you have a wonderful day